from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. Our celebrity guest this week is an American professional hurdler and sprinter specializing in the 400 meter and the 400 meter hurdles. He is determined to become one of the best hurdlers that's ever been and so far he's off to not just a good start but a fast start. In college he set a 400 meter relay record and at the world championships he won gold and silver and just this summer at the Olympics in Tokyo he brought home both gold and silver medals for Team USA breaking records in the process. I am honored and super excited to welcome to the Money Moves podcast one of the fastest men alive Team USA's own Olympian, Rye Benjamin. Hi, Rye. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Happy oh, my gosh. Here. Happy to talk and, you know, chop things up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Rye, congratulations on all your success and hard work this summer. I think every kid was at home watching you win gold medals, and it was truly a historic and incredible, incredible race to watch. So, congratulations. Thank you. 
how does it feel to be back now? Are you back in the U.S. now? Yeah, I'm back in L.A. Uh, feels, uh, feels pretty good. Feels kind of strange, you know, uh, especially, you know, being in the village for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of being confined to a space. And then now you're back and it's like, it just, it feels sort of weird. Like it, it almost, it's almost like nothing ever happened. So yeah, yeah it's been pretty good. Uh, I uh, was in Oregon a day or two ago for my last meet. And uh, now we're in like full vacation mode right now. Okay. So now you get a little bit of downtime. Yeah. What does vacation mode look like for a professional athlete? Because I can't imagine you're sitting around eating five guys and like. <laughs> oh, I am. I am. I was at Shake Shack yesterday for lunch. <laughs> And I just had Popeyes for uh, for lunch today too, so I'm enjoying it. Okay, well, I guess I take that back. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, vacations like I, I mean, of course, I don't have the luxury of eating at you know a lot of good restaurants here because of you know dietary restrictions uh, throughout the year. So I'm trying to experience the LA food scene some more. Um, so uh, that's the goal for this off season. Um, I'm going jet skiing next week with wow. uh, some of my boys and uh, some of my other friends. We're, we're going to jet ski from Long Beach to Catalina. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I love so, this. Uh, yeah, that should be pretty fun. And then I'm heading to New York uh, back home for a couple of days. Uh, so, you know, hang out in the city a little bit, you know, experience that food scene because I, I love food and stuff like that. So that's that. those are my plans right now. That's great. Well, you deserve it. So I know, you know, so many kids dream of being an Olympic medalist and competing amongst the world's greats. And one of the things we love to talk about on the Money Moves podcast is just excellence. And you truly embody that. Can we talk about, you know, the mindset that it takes to really become an Olympian and where you sort of first saw those sparks? Were you one? Were you two? Were you three? Or did this come late in life? Um... Well, first of all, it's, it's, I know it sounds cliche, but it's a lot of sacrifice, like a lot of sacrifice. Um, it's not going home for Christmas, not going home for Thanksgiving, you know, just being here locked in on, on, on what it is that you want to achieve and knowing that, you know, this small sacrifice right now is going to set me up later along in life or, or you're going to reap the benefits later. But um, I think I noticed how driven I was um, probably my sophomore year in high school. Yeah. Um, just to be, you know, even great then on, on that scene, wanting to be the best in my area in New York. And uh, I think it started from there. And I think that work ethic um, through track kind of rolled over into my personal life. And uh, I think I got even more so serious about it my junior year in college my first two years, I kind of, you know, I was just having fun, you know, you know, your first year in college, you kind of want to experience some things and, 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 and do a lot. And, you know, I was definitely having fun, but I think I, I, I kind of locked in on what it is I needed to do yeah. my junior year in college. And did you go to college on a track scholarship? Yeah, I went to, so I went to UCLA for two years and then I transferred to USC for my last two years, but I only ran collegiately one year. And then I went pro, but um, I got to, I experienced both, uh, both ends of LA, you know, the UCLA <laughs> side and, and the USC side. Yeah. So it definitely is, uh, definitely was a great experience. 
So when you talk about this drive and being able to tap into that drive, um, what does the training schedule of an Olympian look like? Because I think a lot of times, you know, I want our audience and our young listeners out there to really understand that mindset and what it takes right. to be excellent at that level. So tell us about, right. you know, an average training day. So in the fall, that's when, I mean, that's, we call it, that's where the money's made. Um, and that's where you put the the big deposits in. It's, it's pretty hectic. So, um, uh, we start at, uh, I probably lift at around 10 o'clock and I lift for about an hour, sometimes an hour and 20, depending on how long the lift is and, and how strenuous it is. And then we come back for a second session during the day from one to maybe about three o'clock. And um, in between that time, you're doing, you're doing prehab stuff to get prepared for practice, to get ready for that second session. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of running, a lot of technique stuff uh, getting done. Um, so that's Mondays and Tuesdays. Wednesdays, I'm up at 4.50 because we have practice at 5 a.m. in the morning. And it's mm-hmm. like we're running hills um, out here in L.A. And it's, it's pretty dark. So you're like you're, you're going to practice and it's like you can't see anything at all. And it's, it's dark outside and it's like, yeah, run up this hill uh, a few times. We're usually out there for like an hour, two hours sometimes. So that's a Wednesday and, uh, um, and then we have the rest of the day off, but it's a, it's a lot of those days back to back to back. Um, Saturday, sometimes we have off, but it, it just depends on what we're doing that week. So with this Olympian mindset and you talked about, you know, in the fall, it's where the money is made. Do you correlate right. this to making deals that can actually translate into money or, you know, cultivating your skills and talents as a hurdler? I mean, I'll go with that. La- the latter statement um, is cultivating those skills and realizing that, OK, this is what I need to do to get better That's in right. order for me to have a successful spring season. It's great. So for a lot of us, the pandemic was a hard hit to our day to day regiments. Obviously, it pushed the Olympics back an extra year. But how did it affect your training regimen? And did you notice a difference? Was it a benefit? Uh, for me was, it was rough because now you spent, so the pandemic hit, what was it? March of 2020? About March, we locked down. Right about March. So in 2019, you spent the the later half of 2019 preparing. January came around, you're preparing. February came around, you're preparing. And, you know, I felt really good. And then as an athlete and, and as a person, like you set goals, like this is where, this is what we're training for. So now we're going to work back from that yeah. and, in order to get there. And the goal was the Olympics. And now you take the end goal away. And now it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like what then, like what's happening now? And when COVID first started, everyone was just scared mindless. Like we yeah. didn't know what to do. We didn't know the effect of this, this of this virus and stuff. Like it was rough. Like, it was yeah, it was, rough. it was really rough. Yeah. So, and now we're all indoors sitting down. And then it was just a moment where I was just lost. And it was like, do we keep practicing? How can we keep practicing? Facilities are closed. And then they announced that, okay, it's being postponed. So now we have to find ways to train um, without being on a track. So 
I don't know if you're familiar with LA, but like we were just everywhere oh. at Griffith Park, yeah, at uh, Culver City in the neighborhoods. Like people were coming out on their on their front steps, like watching us like run in the streets. Like it was legit crazy. Wow. I mean, it was we were doing everything. I was like, you know, doing workouts in the alleyway here downtown. Like it was just, it was just ridiculous. Get in where you uh, can. Anywhere you can get, anywhere you can, and and and. We worked because we knew that, all right, like we can't take the whole year off because no. that's just not something you can afford to do uh, in this sport. So, you know, we worked and we were able to salvage, you know, whatever it was of the season that we had, doing it safely. Um, thankfully, none of us, you know, got COVID and we were really safe about it. And, uh, you know, we did what we needed to do. But that year was just very trying and, and it just made you realize that, can't take things for granted because just you know things could just disappear from right in front of you just like that so it was just one of those moments well i applaud you because i know that hard work paid off and you know getting to the olympics and taking home the medals you did like it is a huge accomplishment um a couple more questions for you and then we'll let you go so I mean, in addition to being a highly trained athlete, you are also a business, you know. Can you tell us yes. how you look at, you know, your athletic career as a business opportunity um, and how you sort of manage that? Uh, well, I like to sometimes refer to myself as a walking billboard for Nike. Ooh. You know, because, I mean, you know, they, you know, they, in essence, pay me to perform well and to yeah. support and represent their brand as well. But, you know, through, through athletics, like as a business, if I think of myself as a business, it's, it's from a marketing sense. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I, I don't necessarily get too involved in the nitty gritty of actually running a business because it's so time consuming right. what I'm when I'm doing right now also it's very time consuming so it's hard to really navigate that whole you know like all right like how do I build a business from the startup and all that type of stuff but I, I look at it from a marketing standpoint like how can I represent myself mm -hmm. on an international stage uh, on a global stage um, and you know be personable be relatable and and be able to sell a product and that's the way i i, I look at it and you know so far i think i've been doing a, a good job you know I, I i think i have been and uh i try to be responsible with you know the way i even spend money and, and yeah. how i allocate funds and stuff like that and it's been a lot of saving um i like cars so <laughs> Everybody has advice. I can see yeah, the second yeah. fastest man in the world should yeah. like cars. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like cars. So like that's my that's my hobby and stuff like that. So all right. So um, now you got to tell us like what cars you have and what's your dream car. So my dream car is a Lamborghini Aventador SVJ. That's my dream car. Okay. But right now I have a I have a Range Rover and I just bought an Audi R8. Ooh. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been uh, pretty exciting here past couple of days. But um, yeah, but I, I, I try to be smart about it. Um, I try to make, if it doesn't make sense yeah. economically, then I will never, ever make that decision. But I mean, it's, it's you know, one of those things where you know, I worked hard and that was my goal. You know, I told myself if I meddled, I'd, I'd, I, if I meddled twice, I would get that car. 
And, uh, you know, I got it done. And, and that was like one of my, that was my only treat to myself, actually. Wow, that's got to uh, feel yeah. so good. Yeah. Like, no, I felt really, it was unreal because, you know, it's like, as a kid, you saw that car, it was in like Iron Man. And yeah, you yeah, want that car. And you, you, I always walked into dealerships and saw it. And like, you just had no idea of how you're going to get there and how you're going to do it, but you just know you're going to do it. And it was just surreal to just drive off the lot with the car. Like, it was just, honestly insane oh but, i love it what a feeling yeah, yeah. what and, uh, it's, a been, feeling. it's been it's been pretty good but you know as, as a as a as a person and as a as a business i try to represent myself as best as i can because as athletes that that's what we could do and that's what i could do uh in this moment uh definitely post track i definitely want to venture into you know the financial side of um of, of business um so you know, we'll see. We're, we'll see. You know, I, I know quite a few people here in L.A. and, you know, being a USC alum, that yeah. also helps tremendously because I've met so many amazing people that just genuinely want to help you. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, when this is all said and done, then I could venture into something else, you know, pretty exciting and, and do some things there as well, too. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Well, that's great. And we will definitely be looking out to see more from you, shaving off times, more medals, and of course, entrepreneurial pursuits. You know, there's a lot of people in the Money Moves audience that have young kids, up and coming athletes that would of course love to follow in your footsteps and pursue a, their dreams to become a professional athlete. And I know a lot of the legalities are changing now in terms of sponsorship at the collegiate level and in high school. Can you offer any advice to our audience on how parents and athletes can help, um, you know, monetize and pursue those goals? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's been very interesting. Uh, these past couple months with this new NLI uh, thing going on, I wish you know, right. when I was in school because <laughs> I mean, who couldn't use some money? But of course, um, but it's 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 very interesting and it's a very tricky situation because now you are giving young kids essentially, you know, some won't even be eighteen or just turned eighteen, and and you've never handled this much money before, yeah. and it's like. What do I do with it? And like, you can't spend it all because, of course, you have to pay taxes on that money depending right. on, you know, where it is, where if you're in Florida or here in California, you have to pay taxes with that money and stuff like that. And you have to be smart with it because, like I said, nothing lasts forever. And that money will be, it could be gone quickly. Overnight. And especially being a freshman in, in, in college, you see all these nice things and, you think that, okay, I have the money to buy it. So let me go do that. But, you know, sometimes it's just not the case and it's not the smart move yeah. right now. Um, like I said, like, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, like I said, like, if it doesn't make financial sense, you know, in two to five years, then don't do it. Yeah. But I mean, the, the advice I, I would have is, you know, sit down, speak to your kids, you know, talk to them about the importance of money and saving money and, and, you know, spending responsibly. Um, I'm not saying that you, I'm not saying to not go buy things that you like and stuff like that, but, you know, have them make that important decision. It's, it's, it's their life. And at some point, you know, they have to take accountability for what they're doing, but I mean, it's a, it's an, it's an awesome time right now. Um, for kids coming out of high school to make money and like I said like if you're personable if you're relatable I mean that goes a long 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 way Absolutely. and uh, being the face of a brand that could you know that that could push and, and 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 sell numbers I mean like you're you're in a you're in a great position and especially being on the collegiate scene where things like March Madness is like crazy you know <laughs> people you know love football when it's on and stuff like that so it's a great time it's a fantastic it's pretty exciting to, to, yeah yeah to market yourself and and you know be that young person and be that individual that you've seen on the tv whether it's like steph or lebron or or rye or yeah or me you know kevin durant you know but it doesn't matter you know you know be that person and and you know don't take it for granted and the one thing I, I would say is is just, you know, no matter the situation, just be respectful. That'll go a long way, a very, very long way. And that's 
that's my two cents on that's great advice that's that's a whole dollar right there of advice you've got a great head on your shoulders so it was such a pleasure talking to you and i'd be remiss if i didn't ask you what your favorite songs on your playlist were i need to know what olympians train to so like what are you listening to these days and what won you that medal listen to everything i'm kind of drake if you're watching this as a canadian Uh, i'm a true fan so love that you mentioned drake yeah i listen to a lot of drake uh but I, I have a lot of Drake on the playlist. Um I listen to a lot of G Herbo, um, a lot of Young Dolph. I'm like secretly like the biggest Young Dolph fan. I what? feel like he's the best rapper coming out the South, in all honesty. Uh no shade to anyone else. But um listen to you a lot of young Dolph. Uh uh I listen to Hans Zimmer. I really like his his uh his movie scores, uh-huh. stuff like that. So I think that's like Sometimes you just want to, you just want to, you know, chill and, and get to that. It's like more of a meditative type. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's for me to think about what it is I have to do without, you know, having everyone um, rap at you and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's basically my, my playlist in all honesty. It's great. That's great. Okay. Last but not least, what's your average training day meal look like? Average training day meal. Uh, so in the morning, I'll have two eggs or three, depending on what I'm doing that day. Um, some bacon, avocado toast, and sometimes I'll have coffee. Like I have like a little coffee maker behind me mm. right here. That's pretty nice. Um, and uh, for lunch, I'll probably have something light, depending on because of course I have to go run in the afternoon so i'll probably have like a sandwich or something like that and then for dinner i'll probably do salmon or steak some potatoes rice uh it just yeah depends on what i'm feeling that day i'll just go to whole foods uh i'll, I'll look up a minute i'll look up a, a recipe online and then i'll go to whole foods and grab what i need and just make that that night up Wow. Well, we love it, Rye. It was such a pleasure having you here on the Money Moves podcast. We are really proud of the work you've put in. Thank you for representing Team USA this summer and congratulations on winning these medals. All the best to you. I hope you shave off seconds and minutes off your time in the future. Thank you so much for being here. Wishing you all the best. All the best. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it so much. All right. Stay tuned. And Rye, before you leave, can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Okay, so on Twitter, I am underscore King Ben underscore, and it's also the same on Instagram as well, underscore King Ben. Okay, so you've heard it there. Follow him there, and we'll keep our eyes peeled for what's coming next for you. All right, Money Moves fam, that's all we have for this episode of the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. But make sure you join us next time. We've got tons of things that you won't want to miss. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.